death has always been a certainty. That's what I like about Anjali. It has to be a celebration. Endless topics that we can talk about. Dying to meet you. Welcome to my podcast. And welcome to our episode, Dying to Meet You. And today I have a very special friend. This man takes me one whole year to invite <laughs> my podcast. So I'm very, very glad yeah. that we finally get to do this. And he's none other than Jensen. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, this is Jensen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I actually get to meet you about what, two, two years plus, I guess? Two years ago, 2020. Yeah, yeah. 2020, August. right? Yeah, that was during COVID actually. Yeah, during yes, COVID. So we were in a studio, oh, we were yes. one of the speakers, I was the host of the event. Oh yes, that's yeah. right. Wow, my god, time flies, man. Uh, my memory is pretty good. Yeah, 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 I think much better than my fish, <laughs> goldfish memory now. Yeah. So maybe Jensen, just to introduce yourself to the mm. audience, uh, what do you do? Okay, um, most people are known as a motivational speaker. So we travel from Singapore across Asia to as far as France and other places uh, globally. So give speeches, leadership coaching, sales training, uh, motivation of all sorts. So from the very corporate people, mm. uh, CEOs and the senior leaders, to the very military people, the naval divers, the commandos, the fighter pilots, to the performing artists, people who appear on uh, TV and stage. So yeah. uh, those are generally our clients or the people that I work with to coach them. Yeah. Yeah, so you do a lot of coaching and, and how do you even come into coaching? Because I think coaching, wow. motivational, mm. speaking, so actually a lot of people know Jensen, uh, right? Every uh, time I speak know to... You, uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're only dying to meet me, yeah, but they yeah. don't know me much. Yeah. You know, but I think because of what you do, a lot uh -huh. of people, every time I speak to a financial advisor mm. and all that, uh, they know your name and, and it seems yeah, like you are mm. uh, commonly, you know, they are uh, engaged, highly engaged uh, coach. Yeah. And mentor, mm. right? I think it's a privilege because um, every one of us have a certain stage. Yeah. Is it uh, so? The chef stage is in the kitchen. Mm. The teacher stage is in the classroom. Uh, the programmer stage is in the office. You know, mm. my stage happens to be a real stage, mm, a yes. stage where we have participants uh, ranging from twenty people plus to thousands. You see, so yes. so I think I have the privilege of uh, having many audience yeah. um, at one time. So um, those people that you happen to meet and uh, know me means uh, I've done good work. Yeah, <laughs> in fact, in fact. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, what, what is your largest number of like people? Uh, I was involved in some events where we had twenty six thousand audience. <gasps> wow. Yeah, yeah, and you know when you do twenty six thousand, you cannot speak very fast. Oh. Because with uh, all the AV setup, uh, so especially if it's outdoor, you say. Hello everyone! It will you go, need to wait. Yeah, you need to wait. It will go out there, then there will be a bit of echo, yeah, especially if it's outdoors. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. So, uh, but most, most often than not, it's not 26,000. Uh. It's quite... Yeah. In Singapore, it's usually in the hundreds of Singapore. High hundreds to a couple of thousands quite common. Oh wow. Yeah. So how do you overcome? I mean, the first time I had to speak, I think the largest I had was yeah. 800 in Singapore. And even that, I had like, yeah, butterflies in my 800 cinema. is a very good size in Singapore. I think it's considered a large crowd in Singapore. Oh, I was actually, it was uh, it was for a symposium for um, uh, the Asia-Pac Hospice Conference. Okay. And I, mine was a lunchtime talk. Mm. And I remember asking, oh, lunchtime, so do they, would they come back? And then he said, oh yeah, they will grab lunch <laughs> okay. this time, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's not going to be so crowded. Yeah. And then as I speak, you know, the, uh, so no, before I started, yeah. the speaker before me, 
ended his uh, session and then they say, oh, please go grab your lunch and then we have a lunch mm. symposium, right? So people start to stream up. Yes. And I thought like, oh, okay, phew, not so many people. I, mm. I could still breathe. Okay. But then as the time goes to like maybe five minutes break yeah. or ten minutes break More and then I need to start yeah. and I start seeing people with their bento set coming in. I was like, oh my God, okay, don't be stressed. Don't look at the crowd. Mm. Yeah, even I still get a bit of a stage fright but uh, I always believe, you know, performance is not uh, without fear. Uh, it's it's yeah, yeah, fear, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think if there's a reason why people attend a lunch talk. You know, if you put two speakers photograph photograph, example, mm. one Angelie, one Jensen, your lunch mm. talk, two sessions, choose one to attend. I think you'll attend <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. This one pre-pregnancy yeah. photo maybe yeah. nicer lah. <laughs> yeah. I think they will attend yours. La. No lah, you know, I think the topic, you know. Yeah. You know, ma- many, many years ago, maybe about well, this uh. is review our age. Okay. Uh. But over twenty years ago I was uh, I attended a class. Uh. Yeah, there there was then a uh, a class that teach about that t- taught about uh, TV hosting. Okay. So they were talking about how what's the mindset of a person who is going on stage. Yes. So the butterflies and everything would have been gone. Uh-huh. And one of the thing would be looking forward to that segment. Mm. Looking forward to it. So well, looking forward has different levels. Uh. The first level of looking forward means looking forward to compete. Maybe uh-huh. you go there, you want to just complete and get move away. Yes. But that shouldn't be the looking forward. Uh-huh. The next level of looking forward is where you're excited to be up there to share the stage. Okay. Okay. But that could come from a place where you become the star of the stage, uh-huh. which is not wrong, mm-hmm. but it's still very much personally driven. Okay. Correct. Then there's a the next level of looking forward is you're looking forward to be there to deliver what you have been called there to deliver. Oh. So you're looking forward to be there to speak the message yep. that the audience uh, is there to receive that will have ripples in their work, their life, their family and so on. Mm. So I find that the last one would be more uh, to the core of a speaker, if you say so. Yeah. You, know, um, you are looking forward to be there to deliver what you have been called to speak. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so that's that's your four tips already. That is, uh, yeah, there are four some tips, tips to to you know <laughs> doing public speaking and speaking in front of people. You're yeah, looking forward. Mm. I think yeah, I, I resonate with the probably the last one, the mm. message and all that. because yeah. I think standing in front of um, a group of people uh, sometimes can be quite frightening. And mm. then the fact that you teach and I think you are natural. Uh, no, no, I, mean, I wasn't a natural. Really? <laughs> yeah. So so maybe you share a bit more. How do you even come to that? Because there's no such program you know in school we don't learn no. public speaking no. i think that's something that kids should and i not, even, not kids learn exactly even my <laughs> girl she's now she's only primary three right yeah. now. they are doing like drama and speech classes yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh not primary three i mean she's only three years old but i guess that helps them yeah. to start you know being Correct. able to speak uh, show and tell Correct. yeah, yeah so how did you get started no, during our time no our, like, our, there's our, not, oh, have, <laughs> have, have, there's <laughs> a, don't have a, i actually did a what do you call it debate no not debate there was then a, there was debate, but debate are very scripted and yeah yeah. yeah. But there was this uh, I always remember storytelling. Storytelling. Then there's a yeah. 一个风和日丽的教授那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个
halfway through the message, the leader said, thank you very much, you can go already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't natural, it wasn't a given. Um, Training. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. None, none of those. But uh, what you might say is uh, influence is, mm-hmm. um, you know, my, my, bro- my brother is a very, is a professional show host. Oh. So yeah, yeah, I think some of the audience, many of the audience in Singapore will have known him. He's called Richard Stahl, okay? Richard Stahl. Yeah, he's a professional show host, so he hosts events and okay. he engages uh, people in uh, entertainment, oh. kind of dinner and dance kind of thing, okay? So I'm a speaker, I do more motivational speaking, some form of hosting. Yeah. Uh, then people ask, you know, how can the two of you end up holding a mic, uh-huh. you know, in, um, in front of the audience? Uh, by, I don't know, by a chance or what, no chance, but uh, when we were young, we saw our father on stage with a mic. But oh. it was those uh, voluntary MC kind of you know, for the community clubs, for the RCs, yeah. for the religious organizations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so maybe there's a subconscious thing right yeah. at the beginning years of our lives that holding a mic, standing up there is not daunting. Yeah, yeah, it's quite yeah. cool, right? Yeah, oh it's quite God. cool. Yeah. yeah, so how did your... Even your brother, like he goes into entertainment and you yeah. went to coaching. Mm. Do you not want to follow his footstep or is there something that you all agree? Uh, no, 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 we didn't agree on anything. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't agree on that, but uh, I was a professional host before I became a professional speaker. Ah. So I was hosting events, uh, mm. the road shows, the you know, launches on the streets and yeah. the road shows, oh, yes. um, some trade shows. Uh, till recently, we, I was still I wasn't hosting actively, yeah. uh, more of speaking. But in recent years, I was still hosting uh, Chingay Live on the ground. Wow. Yeah, Chingay Live. Chingay, you have to speak Mandarin, no? Uh, yeah. Wow, so, so you English and Hawaii, yes. Wow. Hi, hi, hi. Wow, what's up? That's so cool. You said you're So, you were a host. I, mean, I was hosting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a very different element. When yes. you do host, there's a lot of live action, and if somebody, there's some, you know, on the spot, you're um, it was a good training. Mm. So some years ago, I got interested in hosting because mm. I see that hey, can be able to host on stage. Uh, you know, it's something quite cool. Although I have never hosted on stage, so I decided to okay learn it. That's why I attended. Uh, I went to MediaCorp and attended the TV compare oh, training. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I went there. Of course, I wasn't good enough to be a TV compare. <laughs> Then, uh, then I learned from people to do hosting and uh, one of my friends who was a very veteran host at the time, I said, hey, can you teach me? He said, yeah. I said, when? Tomorrow. So where? On stage. <gasps> I said, okay, let's go. Wow. Yeah, so that was the first experience. I went out on stage with him. He was speaking in English. It was a charity event and then uh, I, he said, can you just say some words of Mandarin? Okay, because his, his Chinese is not really that fluent. Mm-hmm. Not that I was very fluent then. Uh-huh. Okay, so I went on stage and I basically spoke very little. Uh, yeah, but it was an experience. So yes. I think that uh, life will give you opportunities, and when the opportunity comes, uh, you always think that you're not ready. Mm. Yeah, there's one part of you that will say you're not, not ready. There's one part of you that will say you want to try. Yes. So at that moment, I just listen to the part that say I just do lah. Mm. Nothing else can happen. Yeah. Anyway, nobody knows me, what? Yeah. <laughs> if I so no Yeah, yeah. So wow. that was one of the early hosting. Beginnings are thereafter. Then uh, the other events, the uh, the okay. dinner, the the, the yeah, dinner and dance. Yeah. Then we have. Uh, I think Chingay was the biggest stage. Um, one of the interesting. I won't say the highlight of a uh, of my hosting oh, life. Mm. One of the highlight was um, when Singapore was, was celebrating 50th anniversary. Mm. So yeah, SG50. Oh yeah. So they had National Day parade. Correct. Um, 
they had another thing, another big event called Celebrations at the Float. Mm, Celebrations mm. at the Float. So, you know, in, as a host, you always think what's the biggest national day, national event you can do. And this is probably the biggest, yeah. lah, okay? Unless you are the likes of Gurmit and uh, whoever. But, so, then receive a call, say, would you like to be one of the hosts at SG50 Celebrations at the Float? Mm. I said, okay. So, there were seven of us, including uh, Irene, Irene Ang. Mm. Yeah, so seven of us and we engaged the crowd there. Lah. I still remember they put me on a cherry picker. So, I have to put, put me very high. Oh. Yeah, so because there was a huge stage, you know, the, oh, at the float. Yes. So, um, it was a highlight because um, it was like being part of a national event. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, those you must were, be so proud. Yeah, yeah, I was already a speaker, a motivational speaker then. Um, I got called, okay, let's do let's that Let's do the hosting. Yeah, let's do the hosting then. So, between, I think, motivational speaker and hosting mm. is very different element. Very, very. So, which one do you lean towards most? I think when I was young, I, I liked like hosting. hosting when I was younger. Okay, yeah. <laughs> younger. <laughs> younger. When I was younger, I liked hosting. Uh, today, yeah, I think for the past 10, 15 years, the focus has been very much motivational speaking, motivation, coaching. Yeah. Um, the working with individuals or groups mm. of people, uh, uplifting them. Yeah. The host uplifts them as well. The yep. host uplifts them in the experience of the event. Correct. Okay, if you, including this show, uh, this show, the host is very important. Uh, without the host, the no, guests he, cannot he do anything. Host <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the host is important. Uh, the host uplifts the event or yeah. manages the rhythm of the event. Yeah, the energy. Okay. Yeah, the energy of the right, event. Yeah. So it's important. So uh, sometimes when called, to do it, I will still do it, uh, whether on screen, live, um, yeah. if the event is, I think, suitable. Exactly. Okay? Yeah, um, but the passion or yeah. the the part of me that is very core would be um, uplifting the person. Mm. Yeah. Okay? yeah, that yeah. has a lot more purpose. And, um, yeah, and maybe I, I, maybe more... we cannot say it's a lot more purpose, yeah. but everyone ha everything has a purpose. Mm, mm. Even the chef served a f yes, plate yes, of food. Yes, yes, with yeah. that full of heart and love, you know, mm. that will uplift the person. Yeah, I think the uh, maybe the right word I wanted to use was more long-lasting. Like mm. because the hosting is very much like in that event. Mm. Whereas motivational speaker, you want to catch up with them. What's the follow-up? How are they doing? Mm. And how you mm. could change the person's yeah. life, right? So I think that's a lot has a lot of impact. Even you know when I have my book, the whole point was not just to talk about what I've gone through, but mm. how I could touch people's life yeah. with the stories. Yeah. And then I think that to me has more meaning uh. yeah. yeah but Correct. I guess for your experience I'm really in you know every time I see Jensen he's full <laughs> of energy super energetic and all that I but has there ever been a low point in your life before where mm. you had to you know pick yourself up and how did you manage to do that mm. I feel everyone would have low points sure. in fact low points are the given of your life mm. you know um, and you don't have low point, expect the low, low point to come. <laughs> when you expect when it comes, it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there will, be, there will be low points. And the low points are to prep you for the things that you are called to take on, you see. Mm. So, uh, I, you know, I told you, I, the teacher wouldn't choose me to do something in school. Correct. Because I was that kind of boy touch kind. No. Yeah, you know, the kind of uh, people who... Don't do extremely well in yeah, school. Academic, yeah, academically. Yeah. So in okay, those days, weaker, yeah. yeah, was weaker. Didn't do very well, and uh, so maybe for a period of ten years, I was uh, a depressed kid. Okay. I was depressed kid. So I still remember. Um, That's in primary school. Prim or primary, secondary, and okay. even to polytechnic okay. days. Okay. Yeah, maybe the later primary school. Later primary school, then the secondary school days, mm. then the polytechnic. Mm. Um, I mean, I I still have friends, but. If then you were my classmate, you would think that I'm the 
quiet. The, not uh, maybe I'm not quiet. I was still very active. I was very active in ECA. I was a yeah. ECA student leader. I was doing work. But oh. I just wasn't that kind that of, I would talk to you about Versace. <laughs> I don't even know what Versace was. <laughs> put Orchard Road. All this I was I wasn't. <laughs> so I would just be very focused on okay, go to school, go to my ECA that I was passionate about, and then go home. That's all. Okay. So all the you know thing our time is called the Lians and the uh, Bing yeah, and the, the whoever. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah, I just wasn't part of them. But neither was I the very quiet quiet kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were naughty in your own area, yeah. area. Yeah, then I still remember okay. in, in the polytechnic days, I think that was the Climax of it, so mm. I didn't do well in uh, O levels to okay. pursue what I wanted to do. Mm. I want to go to junior college and study psychology. Mm. Okay, in those days, that was the only route, unless you can pay mm. hundreds of thousand go overseas. overseas yeah. So obviously, I couldn't. Then, uh, if I could go to junior college, then I would have a, a chance of getting to anywhere, study yeah, psychology, yeah. and do something that I like. Uh, but my O levels, uh, I don't know how many subjects you pass or get A's. Yeah. I, I, I only have one A's, but uh, past five or seven subjects, I flung two. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then I went to polytechnic. Uh, yeah. So I still remember in the polytechnic day, it was bad because I wasn't doing something I like. That's why I always think that we should focus on something that we are passionate about. You should be doing something you like. Yeah. So I was doing um, studying this subject called or this course called uh, Computer Information Systems. Oh, wow. If you look at my pattern, you see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, but it's an in thing now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was an in thing then because yeah. I look at the prospectus. Uh, that then there was printed on the Straits Times. Okay, the starting salary because I had no interest in any courses in the polytechnic. Oh. But I could get into the polytechnic and so, yeah. okay, which course has the highest starting salary? Mm. So I chose computer information systems. Uh, and you know, in those times, uh, computers just came to Singapore. Oh yeah. Yeah, just came to Singapore. You just review how young yeah. you are. And I yeah okay yeah you're a lot younger than me, yeah. no way. <laughs> <laughs> and then in those times the uh, you when you play computer games, I don't even play computer games. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I went in. Uh, of course, it was a struggle because I wasn't interested. I wasn't yeah. keen. Uh, and I still remember, I was that kind of student or that your that that classmate who's always alone. Uh, eat alone, go everywhere alone, lone do anything ranger, alone. Huh? Yeah, lone ranger kind. Yeah, and. There was this, and I don't, I don't like to follow the crowd to do something. Mm. So I remember in uh, Singapore Polytechnic, there was this canteen. So we were at the business administrating, administration building, sure. so with the IT department. So there was this canteen, and I was there eating my food. When I started to pour, you know, the pour and the rain all came into the canteen. Okay. okay everybody was like, wow, trying to run away, move in, move away from the rain. Uh. Then only one silly guy uh, still sit there and continue eating his food. <laughs> The Even back against the, the rain, the yeah, rain. yeah, the back against the rain. Well, I saw no point moving. Everywhere you run, is uh, is. Uh, <laughs> I might as well finish my is, food yeah. with the rain. I just said I finish. So just like well, about to finish because the only guy seated there in the rain uh, was me, ma. Everyone was looking at me and gave me an applause. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a intentional. Uh, yeah. So then after I finished, I just went off. So I think everyone will have those days or those moments where you feel that uh, mm. you're not understood. Or you are lost, mm. or you try very hard, but you're not getting the result. Yeah, or yeah, the people who are closest to you uh, may may not understand. Mm. Yeah, and you're you're seeking for an answer. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Some people say the lost sheep, you know? yeah, You're lost yeah, somewhere, okay. and we have all, we have been lost somewhere somehow. Mm. And it doesn't mean that today you you have found your way, you won't be lost again. You will mm. be lost later. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I think finding ways, seeking answers is like 
always part of yeah, the life yeah. journey. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I enjoy the part about law of duality. I think oh, yes. if we never gone through hardship, we don't appreciate what success is. Mm. Right. And then, it, you, so sometimes when people ask me, why does this happen to me? Mm. Uh, and then I remember, uh, you know, going for some motivational uh, talks and they said mm. that whenever you hear yourself saying, why does this always happen to me? Instead of saying that, uh, change and reframe your mind and ask yourself, what do I need to learn from this? Mm. Yeah, so then you switch because the minute you keep saying, why does this happen to me? Again, you'll go through it again because you, your mind hasn't expanded. Your mind just keep locking yourself in there. Yeah. So I, I can relate and resonate with you because I used to be a lone ranger. So oh. I'm very active on the morning trail. <laughs> but then because I was volumic, yeah. so I didn't want to let people see when I eat. Yeah. So I'm quite private, but then yet at the same time, when I need to do something, I will do it. Mm. But then I'm always too like too on. So like I will go home, walk alone. People want to come and hey, let's walk back together. I said, no, I want to walk alone. Yeah. I want to explore this side of the garden. <laughs> and a lot of times I have to sneak out. Okay. Like, like we are all in a group and when I know like okay it's about the end everybody wants to go home already I will quietly walk away oh. so that nobody will say hey let's walk together because wow. I didn't want to be with anybody when those boys want to work with you oh I was fat then nobody likes me then okay. I was very <laughs> yeah. can, you, can you ask your editor to put in this picture during the show yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I, actually I have a photo you know I always show like this was my heaviest and then like spot me so okay. nobody can spot me in oh, my class okay. photo yeah. yeah I was really uh, grossly overweight because I uh, because of some incident that I started to binge eat so okay. within like uh, two months I gained 10 kg okay. so I had a nickname um, that was uh, my name Mei Mei uh, back okay, yeah. Mei Mei, right? So everybody was like, hey, Mei Mei bian chou Mei Mei bian chou chou. So I was also, yeah, you, you know, in, in a very dark space, but oh, yeah. yeah, at the same time, when I need to be leading mm. the, the, comp, uh, the, the, the class, yeah. I will, I'm, I'm always appointed as morning trainer, so I don't know why, like, maybe mm. I got this phase, like, yeah, ask her to do the job, uh, she will yeah. tough for you, and so, uh, but yeah. So, so that's the interesting thing, uh, we can mm. do the job, stand up, be a student leader. Then we, hide, then we have that yeah, corner yeah, yeah. or that part uh, you want to be alone, walk alone, yeah, yeah, eat yeah, alone. Yeah, you enjoy eating yeah, alone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't I eat at home. Okay. Right? Because I was so scared when people see me eat. Ah, so I okay. will binge eat, mm. then next minute I will puke. Oh, okay. That's why we are volume. And then it yeah, happened to me a few mm. years. So nobody will see me in the uh, during recess, you cannot find me. The only place you will find me is in the teacher's room where I'm asking my teachers for some remedial class okay. <laughs> question. Then they other teachers were like, Ni biao chi, you know I eat? I said, oh no, it's okay. So my teacher yeah. expects me in the in okay. her table, uh, especially for physics. I had mm. very strong liking for physics. So I'm always in my physics teacher during recess. That, yeah. But also because you don't want to eat. La. Yeah, I don't want people to see me. Oh. I love eating, but I don't want people to see me eat. Yeah, because it's a scene, right? I think people who have eating disorder. Yeah. How long did that take? Wow, about four years. I only stopped because my mom was so pissed off with me one day and then she said, if you keep doing that, I'm going to send you to a dietitian. Then in the end, she instructed my elder sis to bring me to the dietitian. Then when the bill came up, my sister was quite pissed with me. I said, like, you are, I need to bring you here. And then look at how much you need to spend. <laughs> then I look at the money. I said, oh my God, all she did was just talk to me. You need yeah. to be careful of what you eat. And then it cost like a couple of hundred, right? So because of money, I said, okay, maybe I tell myself instead of vomiting four times a day. Yeah. I reduce it to three times a day. <laughs> then slowly, slowly when I achieve three, then, then I said two. Okay. Then one. Then I start to say, okay, maybe in one week I allow you to puke one time. So okay. I will 
I will tell myself oh, this. Yeah, okay. that's how I got out of that. But it's interesting. Is it's a four-year journey. Eh? Yeah, Along yeah. the four years, I'm sure a lot of people keep telling you you shouldn't do this. The relatives, whatever, will ah, tell you. Nobody, nobody. I think my mom and my eldest okay. sister. So they, they must have been telling you for four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't. It didn't take yeah, till the yeah, yeah. bill. That, yeah, the bill was like oh, a lot of money. Uh. so like it's swaggy, you know. Like, yeah. I see that wasted <laughs> money. <laughs> so, the the wasted money. Maybe it was also time. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I agree. I yeah. think sometimes just like you like you said, it's timing and opportunity, right? Because mm. a lot of times maybe we are not ready. And I was very uh, inferior also. Mm. I think we both oh, can resonate. Yeah. Right? Inferior then. Uh, yeah, when I when I I can visualize you sitting in the rain. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> it's like oh my god, this is me. Like I will walk in the rain alone, yeah, okay. right? And I don't oh. want people to be next to me. I said no, I want to walk home myself. Even though we stay near. Okay. Said, no, 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 it's okay. I will still prefer to walk by myself. Okay, when you walk yourself. You converse with yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, you yeah. have your own space. Yeah. Uh. You don't need to entertain the who, la, the what, exactly. la, the la. Yeah. So back in the school, I don't know how you study, but I don't like to study with people. They love to study like, hey, let's meet together and study oh. for exam. Not I hated la. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, you, how, no, how I, I study also wouldn't get good grades. It was years later that the grades started making sense. Yeah, yeah. You so I think we all go through that, you know, yeah. the, that uh, sort of the down to go up. So mm. how did you go up or like, are you still Lone Ranger like now? No, 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 I cannot no. be a Lone Ranger. Uh, <laughs> but I still enjoy eating alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, my wife can understand how I can eat alone, but really? I really can. Yeah, me too. Oh my God, I yeah. can go to the movies alone. Yeah, I also go to the movies yeah, alone. nobody understands. So this. in polytechnic days, I went, just went to the movies oh alone. Oh my God, cheers, yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 and I used to think, wow, people would judge me, you know, go to the cinema alone, yeah. sit by herself. This girl always sit and eat the popcorn by herself. Then I realized nobody really pay attention to me and nobody remember who I am. So yeah. I would just, yeah, model, just do model law. Yeah. I just go. Because I realized it's so difficult when I ask people, hey, you want to watch this movie with me? Oh, and okay. then if that person say yes, mm. but I can't make it tonight, then you are stuck. Then you're like, oh, now I have to fix another time, uh, another space, okay, but okay. I want to watch now. Okay. So I realized the best way is just go yourself. So maybe we have been in the same cinema watching the movie. <laughs> 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 you're sitting in the corner, you're sitting. Yeah. Every time I, I, I take note, okay? Like, <laughs> I realize a lot of guys watch movie alone. Because every time I'm there, like, hey, single, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, alone, you know, alone. don't bother. Yeah. And yeah, it's so, 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 nobody to share my popcorn. That's the yeah. best, you know, I can have the whole popcorn to my Easier to buy a seat as well. Mm. Because there'll be one seat, yes. nobody will buy that yeah. seat. <laughs> okay? okay, at this seat, and then it's easy. Easy. Yeah, yeah, but I had a struggle. I don't know whether you had this. Uh, during COVID, I wanted to watch movie by mm. myself, and the cinema. I don't know how many of you watch a movie alone. A lot of the tickets only sell in pairs. Oh, I was quite frustrated. So in the end, only Cathay allows a uh, single seat, okay. and you must like oh some seat, and then always one corner one, not the center oh, yeah, seat. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you cannot just click on one. You say oh cannot leave empty seat next to you. So you'd be forced to like, okay, I'll go to the theatre earlier oh, yes, just to yes, buy. You buy the couple seat, like, just see one person. For a long, long time, <laughs> yeah. <I lie> there. <laughs> but now I know. Now we have a, you know, loneliness, yeah. a, a partner in loneliness. Yeah. In Maybe I think the word is, is lonely to many people. Yeah. But to us, it's not lonely. Alone. So, the, not lonely. so I, learned, I learned something that there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Yeah. So I think we like being alone, mm. but we are not lonely. Yeah. We yeah. are being alone. And, yes. and the alone, ah, alone. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, can you can drink alone, right? Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything. I, okay, my best friend is myself. Okay. Is it a narcissistic? I'm not narcissistic, but <laughs> I love to reflect on like what happened today, you know? Mm. 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 So you uh, coach yourself. 
I coach, yeah. Like, hey, why did I react like this? Yeah, yeah. a lot of self reflection. By the way, you have not realized that this has become the Jensen interview and Jolie show. No, 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 no. <laughs> we both host hosting yeah, yeah. each other. So, so what about your highest point? Will you consider that you know your dark, darkest time? Yeah, or I, lowest point. I think your low, the a person's lowest point is not uh, determined by mm. the circumstances. Okay. That means you can't say that hey, this person you uh, you only owe the bank twenty thousand versus no. that person owe 400,000 you are mm. the lowest or mm. hey, you only fail one subject mm. right? but the, the other person fail right. all his subjects yeah. because the lowest point is using the emotional uh, measurement mm. not a physical measurement of one kind no? yeah. so the lowest point to any one of us would be the point where you hit the rock bottom emotionally and you almost cannot see any way out. Mm. The almost cannot see any way out would be the lowest. Mm. And um, I still remember there were times where I was just lying on the floor. That yeah. cannot do anything kind. Mm. Yeah. It's like physically, mentally, you're yeah, just on the floor. Mm. Uh, and you are totally drained of any kind of life in you. Oh. Yeah. So. So if you're watching this and you you are there or you've been there, you will you will totally understand this. Mm. Then the the coming up, I think, is people always say that there's the lows and there's the highs, right? Yeah. And again, the highs cannot be measured by how much money you make, how successful a business you become, uh, how high you climb in the corporate ladder, or how um, financially you abundant yeah. you are, how mm. how big is your car in your house mm. now? Because that is also one of the signages of your life that oh, it's made a signpost like you literally mm. okay then move on to the mm. next thing it might just be one of those things so um maybe instead of saying the highs is the the route to taking responsibility of your life and moving up mm. so that you become a seeker of answers and mm. uh, someone with a mindset that continuously grow yourself you see mm. you know yeah uh interestingly i yeah i i I started reading books like that when I was in primary school. Oh. You know, when I was 12 years old, my first, the first self-help book I finished at 12 was How to Win Friends and Influence People oh by Dale Carnegie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember it was a 1979 oh copy God, by my dad. <laughs> yeah, so all the pages were yellow. So growing up, I read all the books of, uh, yes, Dale Carnegie. Um, oh, the self-help so, yeah, yeah, the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So then um, maybe that kept me sane, uh, yeah. okay, and not really hit rock bottom or go somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. Um, then, um, so started working, then decided, okay, there are different career paths. So I remember I quit my job and then decided to be a speaker and a coach. But of course, every business at the start is difficult. Ma. Of course. Yeah, every sp- uh, business is difficult. Yeah. Uh, Investored $500, put in a bank account. Mm. And in those days, remember, if, uh, if after six months, your bank account don't have $8,000, then the bank will start charging, charging a fee. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. But never mind, I put the $500 in and started working. Uh, so gave a lot of, that was uh, over 15 years ago, gave a lot of free talks, oh, uh, do a lot of school jobs yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I think uh, it's about learning, yes. school, skilling yourself in the areas that you don't know and working through every single challenge mm. yeah even today there's, there are challenges but it's working through working through every single challenge so instead of saying that uh, one has a high no i cannot measure my high by mm. oh, i spoke to twenty six thousand people i was mm. standing on a stage with five thousand people um half of the class after that improved in their sales and whatever no that shouldn't be that high mm. okay in fact the High today that I would like to measure, if I use the word measure, uh, is the 
depth of understanding mm. about how I'm leading my life amidst the chaos and the fears and the doubts mm. and the war and whatsoever. You know, that means it's like we can sit here, drink wine, but the rest, whatever the world is taking place, happening, you know, but mm. it doesn't have to affect you. Mm. Yeah, that I think is a level of high, mm. you know, not uh, how much money you make, another million dollars here, you buy another mm. sports car, yeah. That one can bring a bit of acceleration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit of like your level of awareness, enlightenment in your life. Would you just awareness, like, awareness? Enlightenment yeah. is too big a word. Like. Too big. <laughs> That's where we are seeking towards. Yeah. Like. But I think, yeah, I think to be self-aware is very, very important. I, I mm. find it about myself. That's why we are very lonely, right? Like, yeah. Because it's not that we uh, alone. Not alone, I'm not lonely. Yeah. yeah. But when we are alone, we. I think it's the same for you. Mm. Like we have conversation with ourselves, mm. and also to be aware. Hey, how did I? Just now you mentioned, right? Like all these challenges. Yeah. And I think it's also good to always take a pause to reflect, mm. um, rather than keep going through the motion, not understanding yourself. I mm. think a lot of us, uh, my revelation or how I became grounded mm. was through being aware of my blueprint. Mm. Like, why did I react like this? Is it because what I was brought up yeah. with, my family? Mm. Uh, why do I have this perception about money? Why do I have, mm. you know, perception about success? Mm. Yeah, everything, you know, is mm. is all blueprint, right? Your yeah. parents tell you, mm. yeah. So, uh, wow, but kudos to you. At 12 years old, you already read that book that everybody is reading. Yeah, it was one of the interesting books I said, oh, this is in a bookshelf. Yeah, did yeah. you influence friends now? Did you take some tips from there? I think I failed uh, because after that I was alone for what 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, maybe it, it works for some people, it yeah. doesn't work for all. Yeah. I, I don't think I read that book yet, but I already know that it's a book that... Uh, I think because the word friends was... It was a wasn't. classic at that time. Classic, right? yeah. The, the classic self-help book. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is still... But I don't think at the point that I wanted friends. Yeah, that's why I feel that book never resonated with me. Mm. Yeah, I felt like, oh, I need to influence friends. I, I don't need friends. Uh, yeah, because I didn't want to have... I, I think it's because I lost my friend when I was oh, young. Yes. Yeah, so then I realized, wow, Panyo, you know, friends are temporary and, and it's very painful when they die and they, when they leave. Mm. And whether is it they leave your, your, you know, the connection, the friendship, yeah, mm. or they, yeah, they leave this world, right? It's very painful, so I don't want to invest myself in friends. Mm. That's why I always say, wow, uh, there's a Chinese saying, 自己, uh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know, so it's no need to. You don't need to have a lot of friends, you just need uh, you a just few. a few friends yeah, yeah. That, that really understand you. Good ones, yeah, that really understand that, you. Exactly. That anytime you give them a call, they'll be there. Yes, they'll, they'll be, be with there, you. man. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's all we need. So even though I think when people are at the lowest point where you said, you know, you are on the floor and actually you just have no energy. I, I've been through that. I think a lot of us will Yeah, I think that. everyone. So yeah. I think it's not so much of whoever is mm. sitting here yeah. telling how bad my life was, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Because that is just a story. Yeah. And by telling you that story, probably will connect with you somewhere, somehow. Mm. And, uh, but that doesn't help you. Yeah. <laughs> okay? And it, it's when we let go of that story, then we move forward. Correct. Um, one of the... This understanding that I took away yes. was... You know, you can be very motivated with uh, negative energy. Mm. That means you're very angry with mm. all your relatives look down on your family, they don't look down on mm. you, so you charge forward and want mm. to prove yourself. And you could prove yourself. Sure. But by the time you arrive and you have proven yourself, you would have done two things. Mm. 
Mm. Number one, you have led a few years of very negative life and with a negative energy and plowing yourself into work and whatsoever you were trying to do, even your studies. Mm. So you live a few years of unhappiness. And by the time you arrive there and you have proven yourself, uh, you still actually carry the same resentment, even though you have proven yourself. I like that. Yeah, so, so it doesn't end. Mm. You know, it doesn't end by just arriving. And some of you would have uh, been aware of that, that I thought by the time I arrive here, I achieve this, then it's over, but it's not. Yep. You still hold on to certain negative emotions, you are still resentful towards certain people. Now that you are just, last time he was here, you were here, then now you achieve, you are here, he's there, but you're still resentful towards him mm. or her. So that doesn't change or shift anything really. See, if we continue talking about this, where the show, the people want to stop really. No, 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 I think it's good. So I, I want to write on that, yeah. but how do you think people should respond to that situation? The situation where they feel resentful or grievance towards one thing, Correct. one person, yeah. and feel uh, they want to, to prove or, or yeah. win over that person. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you focus, yeah, the other day my son just told me the thing I've always been telling him. Yeah. You can only change yourself. You cannot change other people. Oh, okay. well, oh your son told yeah. you that. My 10-year-old son, son, okay. Yeah. So sometimes whatever you teach then comes back to you. Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Good reminder. Yes. You'll tell me, but you say I have a choice. <gasps> mm, yes, yes, you, you have, have a choice. A choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna hear my daughter say that too. Okay. Yeah, you have a choice. So instead of looking at how the other person has caused me or mm. the other thing has caused me exactly. which is very easy mm. okay by doing that we are losing power to them mm. yeah, we lose power to the person and if you ask yourself uh, the auntie you change the auntie who said that to you and made you feel resentful you change the auntie's face change the auntie's name change the auntie to an uncle the speech itself is the one that made you feel resentful exactly. or made you feel a grievance. Mm. And in that moment, it was because you related to a part in you. Mm. That or a pain in your parents that made you feel that way. Mm. Now, but you cannot change the auntie. You, even if you move the auntie away, someone comes and take over her place, you still feel the same. Exactly. So instead of trying to change the person, prove the person wrong, okay, well then, you shift how you receive that. The word is receive, I'm not resist. Eh? Mm. So you receive, embrace that, and let it work within you. Mm. Okay? You embrace it, let it work within you. How does it affect me? It's affecting me. I'm feeling this way. Mm. But all this only come with a bit of age. Nah. You know when you're young, you don't do like that. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. What are you saying? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the ego speaks. Yeah, the yeah. ego comes out and the ego speaks. Yeah. Then you down a few more wine, then you say the wrong things. That's true. So, so what we, I feel that sometimes what we are doing is we are trying to, of course, share with our children what yeah, should be done. Exactly. But same thing when our parents also share with us what should be done, ma, but yeah. we are the th tiki, yeah, yeah, starboy, yeah, yeah. don't care. Yeah. So I think everything has its time. Yeah. And uh, if you, you know, if, if you ask, so what's the best, one of the best ways to live life, uh, I think is uh, just like a parent, right? Yeah. Uh, we try to give the best of our kids, protect mm. them. Mm. But I tell some of my participants, I tell some of my coaches, I said, I know my children will face challenges, mm. will face difficulties, will face pain. And sometimes mm. I tell my kids, I will let you go through the pain because mm. pain is one of the best teachers. Yep. You see? Yep, so I think one of the mindset that we can have in leading lives, uh, which I think few motivational speakers will tell you this, mm. but it's expect disappointment, expect pain, expect difficulties. Mm. <laughs> when yeah. you expect to be disappointed, expect pain, expect difficulties, 
Uh, whether you expect or not, they will come. La. But yeah. when you expect them, <laughs> when they come, at least you know, oh, okay, it's within my expectations, within what I am and able so, to yeah. conceive and handle. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you get free uh, free motivational uh, <laughs> sessions so, with Jensen yeah. today. From this episode of Dying to Meet You. Exactly, <laughs> yes. In fact, you know, I think one of the biggest lessons uh, I, I would like to impart to my daughter is uh, to get up. Uh, I think that what was hardest for everyone who is flawed and, and you know where you are on the ground, you mm. don't know what's next, you don't know what's the next challenge. Uh, it's just a simple, it's just simple step of yeah. getting up. You know, picking mm. yourself up, standing yeah. up, and say, okay, I will just take one step at a time. If I mm. fall again, it's okay. Let me stand up. I think that standing up is always so hard that mm. sometimes you just need someone to maybe yeah lend a hand to say. Let me pull you up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. So uh, I guess that's something that yeah, uh, and we can't protect our kids forever. Oh, what uh, is Yeah, we can't. I mean, yeah. we can only. So that's why I, I always. So when my daughter, or she was learning to walk, uh, and every time she falls, actually there are people around, right? They will be like, oh my god, and I said, don't please don't react that way. Mm. She needs to know it's okay. To <laughs> it's walk. okay to fall. Yeah, and I said please don't grab her. Like she needs to learn to get yeah. up. Yeah. So mm. so that was something that. Mm. Um, I learn and I think it's important for uh, us as parents mm. that we cannot be there. I mean, I, when I say it cannot be there, it could be physically we are not there or we have already, you know, yeah. moved on with our this life, right? Mm. Uh, but also that part when you, I resonated a lot about a lot of things we can't control. is people's reaction, mm. people's words, people's mm. whatever. But the only thing we can control is our emotions, our mm. own reaction or respond to that person yeah. or that word that you say. Yeah, that word. It can be the same word but it's by different but people. Yes. It keeps <laughs> triggering you. Yeah. Then find out what triggers and then you yeah. realise, oh, once I make peace with that trigger, that's yeah. why I always do a reframing. Like, okay, reframe something negative, how can I make it positive so that it can drive me forward? And then mm. when you reach that higher stage then you'll be like okay I'm at peace I'm not resentful yeah. I'm not angry with that person right? can you imagine that state that state where you are at peace not resentful you are at ease yeah. the world can rock but you are yeah. just at your equilibrium Release. yeah <laughs> that, that stage uh, without wine and uh, without alcohol yeah. <laughs> without all this uh, but you're just at ease yeah 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 I, I think, think that that's powerful right? that, that is the powerful but of course you don't aim to get there like, because yeah. by aiming to get there you are very egoic driven you see yeah. and in case you are a parent and you have uh, been there trying to help your kids and leave them out when they fall and trying to save them mm. falling, uh, don't worry that's just uh, part Normal. of making mistakes yes, as parents yeah yeah parents yeah. we all learn you know yeah, yeah. so I mean you know we talk about the whole journey and mm. we talk about how journey you know it can be ups and downs yeah. and then we just need to learn to deal yes. with that to mm. have expectations uh, you know we always say that every one of us have different journey but the destination is the same yeah right one day we will say goodbye to this Bye. world yeah. yes <laughs> have you ever thought about your own farewell like how it's gonna be like yeah you know i heard about heard about people saying a farewell and then mm. i go attended some of your sessions and then you talk mm. about how people plan for their farewell um and then the Amazing farewell parties that you and your team can put together. <laughs> okay, yeah. Then when I ask myself, actually, uh, I feel that the farewell party uh, is for those who are left behind. Mm, absolutely. So it's not for me. Mm. Yeah. So if you ask me, actually, I do not really uh, have a preference from how is it going to be done mm. because I, the day I leave this world physically. Mm will be leaving everything behind and whatever that's left behind 
I have no control over, no influence, nothing. And not that I should influence anyway. Mm. Yeah. And I feel that whoever that is left behind will proceed and continue to proceed on their own journey. Mm. You think? So um, our kids will remember us in the way they remember us. Yeah. But I don't have a wish of, uh, I need to have this party or we need to have a band. Okay. Or I need to hire Singapore's top 10 motivational speaker and give a motivational speech at a funeral. Do you have a host? Someone, uh, who do you want to host for your, your, yeah. your event, yeah. your, your farewell? Oh, honestly, I think if you ask me, I, I don't even feel a funeral is needed. In, mm. in me, in me. Okay. It's, it's needed as a form of closure or ceremony for those who are behind, uh, yeah. left behind. But not so much for the person, person. Who has, who's leaving, yeah. like, who has yeah. left. Uh, yeah. you see? So maybe this part, I mean, not as exciting uh, for, in terms of thinking ahead for, yeah. for them. Um, some people plan their own funeral. I think the reason is not for yourself. It's because uh, when the mental state, when someone passes away, actually mm. all the family members who leave behind, yeah. they are always at a loss. Right? Yeah. And they don't know what's the best for you. Mm. And at the moment, it's just yeah, blank. And when the person can pre-plan, it helps to ease you know, that yes. person. So, I mean, recently I've been talking to people and I think what they wanted is a pre-planning. Uh, okay. uh, sorry, uh, uh, leaving funeral. Where okay. they say, yeah, uh, see around. Okay. I want to see hey, whoever. Cool, huh? yeah, <laughs> everybody come and make a speech, you know, or, or, or talk about, oh, yeah, I have my favorite drink and all that. I think eventually this will become... Uh, quite popular living funeral but i think what's um, the message that you you share just now is uh, how do you want to be remembered how will your kids mm. want to remember you so have you thought about how you will want to be remembered you know when people say funeral and they're very sad uh, but i really remember one of one of the talks you said celebrating life uh, mm. instead of uh, the end of yeah, life yeah. you know it's celebrating life mm. so in my wish would be the day when i leave of prior to that the preparation the preparation will let my loved ones mm. feel that and be totally at ease and at peace with the mm. departure. Mm. Um, grief is part of it, okay? But grieving doesn't mean you don't let go. Even if you let go, you still grieve. Right? There's of a course. part of grieving yeah. that needs to take place. So, in a personal um, capacity, you know, I, I know that my parents, my parents are, are elderly, you know, in their mm. mid-70s and one day they will leave. Mm. And uh, by then, should I have the deep awareness of what life after death means, then I'll be death celebrating the life that they have lived and celebrating the departure that they have taken. Mm. I hope to reach that stage. I don't know if I can reach that stage. Mm. I, I learned of that stage recently. Okay, the level of understanding in the mind. Mm. So, and if I can do it for my kids, my kids know that when I leave this body, I'll be somewhere out there, wherever, mm, doesn't matter, around, you yeah. know? Yeah, then it's okay. It's yeah, like, okay, exactly. thanks for being my dad. I will see you sometime else. I don't know where, <laughs> when, what. Hey, you never know, man. With AI, right? with uh, your background yeah. in computer, what information yeah, technology, yeah. one day you can meet in the metaverse. Yeah, and, and so I was thinking that, you know, there's, there's people saying you can... Um, you can program your Facebook, you can program your social media. Yes. So after you leave, you can still come and say things, do messages, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but as of now, I don't see a point. Mm. I see a point that you leave, leave, go already. Yeah, why why, why do you want to stay around at border and, and leave whatever, you see? Yeah. So uh, if you leave a legacy, leave a trust, leave whatever, that's fine. But don't stay around and tell me what to do. Yeah. And I feel uh, if everyone has a life to live, mm. and the life to live will... will 
includes the challenges you meet, the pain that you will face, the difficulties mm. that you will have to go through, and the decisions that you will have to make yourself, mm. then I need to let my kids make those decisions. Mm. I can't be appearing when they are 45 and tell them, okay, yeah, this is what you, yeah, need this to what you should do. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. And if they were to make a mistake there, it was a mistake that had to be made and yeah. to be yeah. made and taken, and action to be taken, and thereafter you learn and then you continue and proceeding. Yeah. You see? Yeah. It's exactly. not. Uh, not that kind of you have to protect your next 10 generations uh. yeah yeah appreciate yeah. that yeah, yeah it's true I think every generation have to be able to take care of themselves mm. I think as parents that's the tool that we can leave behind that they will yeah. continue to live their life and not the version of what we want their life to be yes yes yeah, yes, yes. I think that's the one so you know in a parting words is there any you know motivational words or message that you would like our audience to know you said many you have yeah. so many motivations <laughs> you know. yeah. yeah your, your must you know for our audience to my my must uh, i don't know what made you click on this uh, podcast <laughs> or click on this youtube video it's handsome face yeah perhaps it's uh, you are an ardent fan of uh, dying to meet me and you've been searching for that meaning or that purpose or that answer mm. okay uh, and i like to share that i'm continuously seeking if there is one thing that I need to do or you need to do now to find the answer is to do the next thing that you know what to do. Don't worry about 10 years later, 5 years later, even don't worry about next Friday. <laughs> okay? Because when we live in the future, we are constantly worrying. You can be anticipating but you're worrying, you're afraid, you're doubtful, you're uncertain. Mm. And that puts your entire perspective or entire being uh, in a shaky, uncertain mode. Mm. So, if I could leave a simple word, is just do the next thing that you know you need to do. The rest, let it happen and take care of itself along the way. By the time you get there, you will have the answer. Wow, mm. that's brilliant. So there you have it, Jensen with us with some very, not, not some, but many motivational nuggets that I learned a lot today too. Thank you so much for your time and I'm so glad that I found a fellow alone, uh, yes. alone ranger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes. next time, uh, yeah. if I spot someone sitting alone in a movie theater, yeah. I will see whether it's you. Like. Yeah, you can text me. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> so okay. cheers, cheers everybody and we hope that you enjoyed, uh, you enjoyed this session and looking forward to the next few episodes of Dying to Meet You. See you then. See you. Ciao. <laughs> Death has always been a certainty. That's what I like about Anjali. It has to be a celebration. Endless topics that we can talk about. Whatever you leave behind, that's the impact that you leave on the people.